Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. You get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. You get three magazines mailed to you before they hit newsstands, including our legendary summer edition. And you get a year of access to Dave Campbell's Texan Live, our streaming service where you can watch thousands of live Texas high school events, including hundreds of live Texas high school football games. It's all part of a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscription. Get your today at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Get on up with Dark and Bold from Community Coffee. Look for it at your local grocery or communitycoffee.com. Hi, I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment or medications if you don't have insurance, really. Welcome to Be Well Texas. We're glad you're here. Visit BeWellTexas.org. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by BCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show that's been invaded. <laughs> My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or you're just the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She's my mal pal. She's your mal pal. She's our Trey Lance. She's Mallory Hartley. How's it going? Wow, don't sound so excited. I am excited. You, I can excited. tell. And sitting to my right... Yo, 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 yo. She's the executive producer of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. When's the last time you sat in that chair? Uh, the only time I've ever sat in this chair was when we did our bracket breakdown for March Madness, and we had our chief bracket correspondent. Yeah, chief bracketologist. I'm glad we have her on the show today because she. No, I sat there. Because you know remember, because a, I got that funny picture. No, I'm like laughing, and then you're like over here like it was. this. It was, it was during <laughs> March Madness. Yeah, that's what it was. But yes. because we were all in here watching the March Madness tournament happening, but. We did Helpful Honda Mailbag Friday, and at literally the last second, we asked Mallory and Ish if they wanted to join. So we had a big oh, yeah. mailbag thing, and I sat here. We did the and trivia. Schmail sat there. Yeah, that's what it was. Anyway, once. Well, this is twice. 
Today is Monday, November 6, 2023, 17 days until Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to Dr. James Naismith. Um, he invented bouncy hoops. It's episode 1000. Bouncy hoops? Basket piece. He invented basket piece. Mm. But he couldn't think of, he was a doctor, couldn't think of like cutting the bottom out of the peach basket. Dumb, dumb. It's episode 1,686. Do you re- do you realize how different basketball would be if they had to fetch the ball every time they made a basket? It would not be possible. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Uh, folks, it's uh, one of our most exciting and fun shows of the year. And that's saying something because we have a lot of exciting and fun shows. Every day is an exciting and fun show. It is the 2023 Dave Campbell's Texas Football Texas high school football playoff predictions extravaganza. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we are going to. The brackets are up. TexasFootball.com slash playoffs is where you can get your brackets. TexasFootball.com slash playoffs. And we're going to go every single bracket. Everyone. And we're, we're gonna sick. We're going to tell you what we think. We're going to give you our predictions for each region of each bracket here on this here show. And who knows how long that's going to take. There's so, no stopping us. <laughs> there is no stopping us. I've already recorded 12 uh, bracketology videos. So like, and I've got to do the picks video later and I've got to do tep and step. This is a talking day for me. Yeah. I, it was 1030 and you were done with those videos and I was already tired of hearing you talk today. Let's do it for another hour and a half. Do it first four through the door. We sure do. It was Zill 0678. Yep. Respect. Just Joey. Just Joey? Maybe it might be my brother. Yeah. I don't know. It's not my brother. So Joey. Uh, SS underscore diecast underscore expressions. Nailed it. Cool. And Paul Roberts. Who's <laughs> <laughs> football Welcome opinion in. you can trust. You know, you know what's you know the, what that reminds me of? It's the uh the Keen and Peel football video where they have all oh, of these yeah. crazy names and then it's like Dan Smith BYU. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like LOL, that's funny. All right, folks. <laughs> It is playoff prediction extravaganza. We are going, you can follow along on the brackets, texasfootball.com slash playoffs is where you have everything for the Texas high school football playoffs. Please don't make Matt Stepp's death be in vain. Go to texasfootball.com slash playoffs. That dude grinded all weekend yeah, to yeah, get you did. those things. So texasfootball.com slash playoffs. You can follow along. We're going to go every bracket, region by region, and talk about our predictions. We're going to start... With the going smallest to largest, so we're going to start with the smallest classification, one A Division Two. Now I'm the only staffer who makes picks, but we go uh, we go get some ringers, some six man ringers, and we brought in uh, Bobby Brown, the esteemed Bobby Brown from Texas1AFan.com, mm-hmm. uh, our friend Lehman Saunders, Dave K- or uh, uh, six man football insider. Uh, as well as Craig Sperry from Press Pass Sports, um, which you can go and, uh, and and see their fine work there, Press Pass Sports. Uh, but we've got the 1A Division II uh, rank or predictions here. Uh, across the board in, in, uh, in Region 1, Bobby, Craig, and I are taking Klondike. Lehman's going with Balmeray. Lehman towards Vance Jones, which why wouldn't you? Region 2 is a sweep. Benjamin, um, we, we believe that uh, Grayson Rigdon is the real answer there. Uh, he's the difference maker. It's a sweep in the Region 3 as well with Oglesby. Uh, all three of us like Oglesby to win Region 3. And then Region 4, the experts like Richland Springs. And then there's you. And then there's me. Um, I, I like Cherokee. The reason I like Cherokee is that was a very close game the first time they played. Mm-hmm. 
And it's hard to beat a good team twice, and I think Cherokee's a good team. That's basically it. Also to be a little bit different. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that Region 4 comes down to, to that District 16. I love up in Region 1 the difference in the two coaches there. Oh, yeah. Because Vance Jones, obviously known as one mm-hmm. of the best six-man coaches of all time and like the longevity of his career. And then you have uh, Dalton, Dalton DeGraffenreid, who's been there for maybe like five or six years at this point. But, but he's like, he started when he was like 23. He's like he's like 29. Yeah. yeah. He's, <laughs> he's been that is a five funny, or six yeah. years. That's but, uh, comparison that there. He's not 30. Be, that might be, if they were to play in a regional the final, largest, that might be the largest gap. Gap of yeah. age. Um, that's that awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's but pretty cool. <laughs> all four of us uh, like Benjamin to go back to back. This largely comes down to they've got that guy. Mm-hmm. And in six man football, that's all if you, you need. <laughs> if you've got, if you, now they're a good team to be clear. They're more than just Grace and Rigdon, but it helps to have LeBron James. <laughs> Having right. LeBron James is a cool trick if you can do it. And they've got the best player in six-man football, and especially in 1A Division Two, if you've got that guy, that can really make a difference. So, And he's made a difference the past two years in the state championships that they've won. So, To borrow a phrase from WTF, correct. Um, and so listen to WTF on, <laughs> on, on Thursday. Plug. Um, so there you go. Um, it were kind of a split decision in region th- region one and region four, but we both like we all like Oglesby. Oglesby is kind of the sleeper here. Uh, they've been like the number two team in one A division two all year long, but I, I do like what they bring. But anyway, we all like Benjamin to win one A division two. Feels right. To one A division one we go. The largest six man classification, where a little bit of chalk here across the board, but there's some a few disagreements we need to talk about. We all like Knox City in Region 1. Knox City has kind of come out of, not come out of nowhere. They're a team we thought was going to be really good, but they have certainly upped their game recently, and they look like the favorite uh, in Region uh, in, in Region 1. They're the, uh, all four of us like Knox City. All four of us like the two-time defending champs um, in uh, Westbrook to win Region 2, but we were talking about this earlier today, Pickle. Mm-hmm. They have a legit threat Right out of the shoot, they play Rankin in by district play. If you don't know, only two teams in each district make the playoffs in six man football. And as a result, you kind of get to the good stuff quicker. Oh, yeah. And Rankin, Rankin Westbrook is a certified week one banger, round one banger. And Lord knows if they if they make it to the regional finals, likely playing what Borden County or mm-hmm. IRL, like yeah. that's that is a tough region. Yeah. Uh, Region 3, it's a split decision. Bobby Brown and Craig Sperry like Abbott, the state runner-up from a year ago. Lehman Saunders and I are going with Gordon. Gordon has been a team that has been at the top of our rankings all year long. And uh, and I'm I'm a believer in, in what they bring to the table. But certainly, if they were to play, that would be a, a knockdown, drag-out fight. And, and certainly two, two teams that are at the very top of their game. Uh, and then in Region 4. Region 4, the three smart people took uh, Jonesboro. And then, hello, it's me. Uh, they took, I took Erie County. You uh, just like to be different, don't you? I'm a little bit different. I also think that Erie, so I'll tell you who else likes Erie County. The computer. The computer likes Erie County. Uh, they think it would be a very tight game between these two teams. Uh, Erie County, I think, has gotten better as the season has gone on. Uh, and certainly, no, no, you know, no shade towards Jonesboro. They went nine and one, and that one loss is to Westbrook. Uh, but I, I think that Erion County could spring the upset on Jonesboro. But it is once again a sweep for the state championship. Um, as I took uh, West, or we all took Westbrook to go a three-peat, which uh, Homer Matlock uh, is going to hate. Yes, he he is not a fan of being picked. He's not a fan of me. I'm he, not I, either. <laughs> me, sure. Homer Matlock. Yeah. 
the same. I've actually never seen you two in the same room. The same. That's, that's not true. A, I, that's, that's a big that's lie. That's a lie. I've seen you at the Hall of Fame together. Um, but we all like <laughs> yeah, Westbrook. Yeah, the Hall of Fame. That's what it was. Not AT and T Stadium. The past two years. Wow. <laughs> uh, we all like Westbrook to win a third straight state championship. I will. I will tell you that. I think. So, so traditionally, six-man football, the power is in the West, so Region 1 and Region 2. Mm-hmm. I do think that the winner of Region 3 could give the team, the winner, whoever comes out of the left side, a run. But I, do, but I think that if you want to say Knox City-Westbrook is like for at least the favorite position at AT&T Stadium, I think that's fair. Feels right. I think yep. No, I agree. Yeah. So there you go. Westbrook is the uh, unanimous pick there in 1A Division One. This is our bracket, our uh, Texas High School Playoff Prediction Extravaganza here on Texas Football Today. You can find all the brackets, everything you need for the Texas High School Football Playoffs at texasfootball.com slash playoffs. It's now time to put these jabrones on the, the hot seat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's what, stop doing that. No, I'm not going to stop. It's it's time for the smallest 11-man classification, 2A Division Two, And we got some things to talk about here, folks. A few things to talk about. Okay. Region 1. Ishmael Johnson and Matt Stepp, who are not here to speak on behalf on their behalf. Which is so they don't count. Beautiful. They, they take, don't count. They, they like, I, just, I they love like, when they're not here to speak on that behalf like because I'll they, speak for them. They're going with, they're going with New Home. <laughs> yes. They're going with New Home. Mm-hmm. You two, WTF, also going with the Leopards of New Home. The reigning regional champion, to be clear. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They had, every, they had everybody come back uh-huh. on like both sides of the ball, too, and they haven't missed a beat yeah. at all this yeah. year. They've been excellent. For me, and because I was debating between Sunray and New Home. I really was. Uh-huh. Because, I took Sunray. If, you if, if you're listening on the podcast, you Which was no shock to me, because I knew for a fact that your darling sweetheart boy, Armando Luan, was going to be the reason that you took it. And that's what made it so hard for me. The thing for me of why New Home was it, their defense yep. has no. been mm-hmm. outstanding. It's It might almost be harder to find a better defense in the state in any classification than what New Home has done. I would... The reason I took Sunray is not just because Armando Luan is my favorite player. It's like the 90% It's reason. not just that. <laughs> the other reason that I like I like them is that I think that they're more tested. New yeah. home, like 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 even Sunray. Like Sunray has two losses, right? They're to Groover, who's state rank, which by the way, we need to talk about Groover. Mm-hmm. Groover is a sleeper in this region as well. Uh, and then to Stratford, who we're going to talk about, spoiler alert for the next, the next one, mm-hmm. Stratford's pretty darn good. So I look at this classification larger. Sunray's also got a win over Lubbock Christian, who's a quality private school team. I think they have run a tougher path. I think they're a little more battle tested. And by the way, if you take a look at the bracket, they would meet in an area round, second round. Like that Groover, the 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 one point win for Sunray or for Groover over Sunray knocked Groover kind of into the dirty side of the bracket. Yeah. And we're gonna get into that real quick. So one of us is gonna be, or one of us or four of us are going to be wrong right out of the shoot. Region two. All of us like the reigning defending state champs, the Albany Lions. Um, I think, the, like, the chief challenger to them, I think, is Collinsville. I'm actually yes. a little surprised nobody yeah. took Collinsville because Logan Jenkins and company, they've been unbelievable this year. But I, I just think you look at what Albany's done, especially defensively. They've been so good. I- Man, when they got the uh, which which win was that? They Holly. got the Holly win and over then Holly. They That's also beat when... Seymour too, like mm-hmm. the week before. So or, they had back to back state have, ranked. Let me tell you, they've got three. They had three wins in a row in week three through week five. Seymour, Holly, and Comanche. That was huge. That yeah. is, I mean, Comanche's a playoff team in three A. Right. You know. 
But no, you're right. I, they've just they've been dominant, and I also think I mean, ugh, I feel like the the path for them is not as difficult. I guess they would run into Seymour again, um, and then Wink in the regional semis is is. But they've already beat. I mean, they've already beaten Seymour. Yeah. Um, a Wink. I I do think that they are. There's an argument to be made that they're on the dirty side of the region. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Collinsville's got to run through Windthorst. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not a pushover. No, that's going to be tough. I think when, for me, the question that I had about Albany was with, was their offensive line, were yeah. there, were, was Albany in the trenches? Because that's what they won on last year. Mm-hmm. Were they going to be as good this year as they were last year? And when they went out and when they beat uh, uh, Holly, we just said yeah. it, when they beat Holly, that's when I realized, because yeah. Holly's big up front. They mm-hmm. always are. That now, oh, yeah. yes, well, they don't a, have Austin a division Compton. up too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, division up. 281. Yeah. So my biggest question, I felt good about Albany's skill players. I felt good about their defense. It was really that offensive line. Were they going to be able to step up to the test? And when mm-hmm. they did, I penciled in Albany in my mind as yeah. the favorite going into to 2A. Uh, so then let's talk about Region 3 very briefly. It's Mart. Yes. Okay. Mart has won the region one, two, three, four, five, six. Man. Six straight years. They have not played a game within Region 3. Okay? Within Region 3, they have not played a playoff game within three scores in five years. They have been as dominant in region in their region as anybody this side of Gunner in th- in, right. three, in in three division two or can, even Canadian. You know, Canadian mm-hmm. lost to Lubbock Roosevelt in twenty twenty. So, yep. um, yeah, I will say if there was anyone that could contest them, I think Love Lady uh-huh. has has the possibility. Or as uh, Mallory would say, number five Lady. Did you miss that on WTF? Yeah, <laughs> she was going through. She goes, and we get to number five Lady, and I was like, thank you, Miss. Shout out, Lady. <laughs> I was like, uh. No. I was like that. That's not right. I think, that's, I think lady right. is not correct. If there's uh, if there's a, if there's a challenger to I still to think Mart, that's a two score game. I think so too. In favor of Mart, but I, think I so feel too. like if anybody could maybe even just yeah. break that three score threshold, right? Love Lady yes, could do I it. Would, I would agree. It's I think lady. Love Lady, Lady, Love Lady. Yeah, I mean they've already beaten Dawson. Like I don't know, Tenaha maybe. Tenaha, Tenaha. they've seen a regional final. So anyway, all right, and then Region Four. Now Region Four, we have some disagreement, some fun disagreements. Um... WTF plus ish, like Chilton. Mm-hmm. Step took Fall City, and I took Bremont. Now, here's the thing: District. I think that I think this comes down to the fact that I think District 13 in 2A Division Two is the is the the power nexus. Yes. That's mm-hmm. where the power lies in mm-hmm. Region Two or Region Four, rather. And it became a mess between Granger, Bremont. And um and Chilton, mm-hmm. right? Is Even three, Iola was up there. Three way, yeah, three way tie, exactly <laughs> right. Yeah, in Iola yeah. In, that, in that mix as well. Three way tie, Bremon to the victor of the spoils. They win the tiebreaker, and as a result, I think they have the more favorable path. Mm-hmm. Like for example, this means that uh like like Bremon will see Fall City in a regional semifinal, and then they will see either, I mean Burton, Granger, Chilton, or Brackettville in the regional final, they're going to be one of those. I think for me, that like what Bremond and Bremond, all those games were close. I think they had the loss to Chilton. That's mm-hmm. their loss. And I think that was like a super close game. 
I don't know. I think Bremont can get them again, and I think that. But but Fall City is also like you kind of pencil them in as the like the favorite, you know. Well, and that's the thing. Fall City is always one of those teams that they did it. They did it again this year, just like they did last year. If you get off to a really slow start, you kind of bury them, and then when yeah. they hit playoffs, then they get in their stride. For me, and the reason that I picked Chilton was I thought that they had the easier path because they were not going to run into anybody that I think could give them a super big push until maybe a rematch with Granger or Burton, yeah. which is two teams that they have already seen before. So at that yeah. point, I think that Fall City Bremond is going to be more of a test for those two teams in the regional semis, and that, that team is going to be beaten down yeah. a little bit more. Can you so imagine? That's where I went with Chilton. Think about for Granger. Granger, Granger ties for the district championship, mm-hmm. and then like because of the tiebreaker, they get Burton in the first right. round. Well, and then on top of that, the other thing that I thought about and the, what went through my brain was Chilt- or Chilton lost that one to Granger, mm-hmm. and you know they would love nothing more than to meet yep. back up with them in the regional semis and just try to oh, step yeah. on their throat. Oh, so I was I like, right. I don't want an angry Chilton fair. on my hands. That's fair. That I was think, my deciding. I, I do think that Region 4 is definitely the most wide open and the most unpredictable yes. in, in 2 Uh Now, all of us here in the in the room have Albany going back-to-back and winning another state mm-hmm. championship. Matt Stepp had the courage to go with Mart. Um, All right. He likes Mart. Well, and that's fair. I mean, if there's one thing that we know, it's that they got embarrassed last yeah. year. Last year, and, and they could be back for then come back hot. the Mart train when it's Revenge. on the tracks. You don't want were, it being angry. And they were pretty young last year. You know, mm-hmm. they got a lot back from that that squad. So I uh, mm-hmm. wouldn't be a surprise. But yes, there you go. Uh, four of us like Albany-ish, uh, Mallory, Pickle, and I. We said it on WTF the other day, too, is the reason that we both thought Albany was the fact that we did not... Denny Faith has been at that school for 37 years yeah. now. Now, he finally got the state championship. If he didn't think that they had a chance yep. to go back to back, he would have retired. Yeah, he still has this guy in Adam Hill. Like, yeah, he's, you know, he's like, oh, no, no, no. We can yeah. run this back two times and yeah. then I'm out of here. Right, yeah. exactly. 37 yeah. years, man. He Certainly. knows a good team when he sees it. I think, right. I think you're right. All right. That's 2A Division 2. Let's roll on to 2A Division 1. Lots to talk about here with 2A Division 1. We'll start with Region 1. Um,. Myself and Mallory and Ishmael are all high fiving each other. We 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 are believers in in the Holly Bearcats to go back to w- at least win their region again. Mm-hmm. Ashley Pickle, <laughs> would you like to uh, speak on behalf of the Stratford delegation? Yeah, I Holly makes me nervous because they're not as multi-dimensional as they were last year mm-hmm. they still have Deontay Ramon and he's been completely showing out I think that their run game is getting better but mm-hmm. I think that what they hung their hat on was Austin Compton in that running game and they just don't have that right now I thought it was a bad loss to Albany and that you can see that if they're able to double team Deontay Ramon mm-hmm. then they really become a one-dimensional team I think Stratford's defense has looked outstanding yeah this Stratford's year. defense has been great and they got um uh, Bryce Braden their mm-hmm. quarterback who uh, is a uh, dude's rock? Yeah. Uh, like I know we're not doing Monday morning follow up, mm-hmm. but uh, dude's rock with uh, with. I think I think you're right. I think it's. Stra- I, I will say that I went back and forth between Stratford, between yeah. Stratford and Holly. But to me, I'm like okay, big game experience. They've right. these are guys like these seniors have played. This will be like their thirteenth playoff game. Yeah. In the last two in the last two plus years, that I think that kind of experience is, is going to matter. Well, they and they've also been battle tested too Absolutely. throughout the year. They played. Yeah. Albany pretty well, and yeah. then also went up a classification and played Jim Ned. Played, played Jim well. Ned, who's a playoff team. I mean, yeah, they played Lubbock Roosevelt, who's a, a playoff team. 
I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I think they've got wins over Stanford and Cisco. They're getting be- they're getting better as the season goes on. Anyway, Region Two, it's a sweep. We all like the Snake Farm, Toller, and I. I will say this: they they are, in my opinion, my opinion, the clearest favorite in a region. Yes. Oh, by far. I think mm-hmm. it's because like Crawford, kind of the the wheels fell off down toward, down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Like the second best team in that region might be Axtell. Might be actual ten and zero. We had their coach Craig Horn on um, on Scoreboard or Football Friday, one of the ballet shows on Friday night, and that's their first undefeated regular season since like nineteen eighty six. I forgot he was at Crawford, which is ironic because now they're playing Italy in the first yeah, round, Craw- which is where. No, 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 no. He's at Axel. Axel. Okay, yeah, okay, he's okay. At, no, he's well, at, yeah. No, Greg okay. Jacobs is at Crawford. I was like, wait yeah. a minute. <laughs> yeah, uh, but no, he's that, he's doing that thing again with another Central, Central Texas team. Yeah. It's taken taken Axel to, to New Heights. Yeah, because Mar- Marlin is down from what they have mm. been. I, they've they've played okay. I don't I don't think Marlin. Is near as good usually we would be talking about coleman a lot yeah, more than we are but they're but, they're kind of down I yeah think. I, I, think. I, don't, I don't know if they can score with with teams like uh you know with with teams like toller toller mm-hmm. toller has been even with because they've they've been down their star running back mm-hmm. and they've still kept rolling yep. toller looks like the clear favorite region three uh all of us like the timpson bears perhaps you've heard of the timpson bears who are you familiar? Are you familiar with their work? Timpson, uh, with Terry Bussey, J.J. Garner and company, they are our unanimous pick there. And I, I will I will just say this. I don't think it's a walkover. They might no. see Beckville again, and Beckville would like some revenge, mm-hmm. even though they trounced them in the opener. Garrison does a close game, mm-hmm. close-ish games, like a nine-point game, right? Cooper... I was just going to say, I think that the gap in in Region Three mm-hmm. is even even as much of a favorite as we think that Timpson is. The gap is a lot shorter because there's multiple mm-hmm. deaths. Cooper's really good. You mentioned the Beckville one. I like Garrison. A Garrison's lot. a lot. Garrison's a good team. I think I Garrison really pr- like Garrison. Yeah, we I, talked about them on WTF last yeah, week. And how I come much we away like from that like they lost to Timpson, mm-hmm. like at Timpson. By nine points, I come away feeling like okay, Garrison's got some juice. You yeah, know what well, I mean? it's the same mm-hmm. thing we've talked about. There has been no other team that's played Timpson even remotely that close. Mm-hmm. So you've yeah. got the one thing under your belt. You've got a game plan now yeah. on how to attack it. Now, can you stop Terry Bussey? That's the everlasting yeah. question. But they do have a game plan now and know what they could do to fix it. He's the great equalizer, absolutely. And there's Region Four. Region Four, all of us took Refurio. Now, I don't think that's necessarily a surprise. I am here to tell you if you haven't been paying attention. Mason is back. <laughs> Mason's doing the Mason thing again, where they just run the ball and play awesome defense. I think they're the second, probably the second best team in that region. I think that's your regional final. Yeah, probably. Right there, Mason, because yeah. I, I the, think that there's... Look at the bracket. Yeah, that's how it would break. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mason will come from the top and think... Refurio come from the bottom half. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think that, that, to me, Refurio on the bottom half of that bracket, clear favorite. And then at the top, it's like... I'm interested in Mason and Holland in a regional semifinal. And I mean, for Mason, they got to go through Thrall, who's not a pushover. Mm-hmm. Thrall's not bad. Ganado would be Ganado in the area around. Ganado, then Holland, then Refurio. Like, like Mason's on the dirty side of the bracket. They got the tough draw. Now we are split here on state championship picks. Mallory mm-hmm. and Pickle plus Ish. You guys took Timpson. And Step no, and I took, no, I took. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I took Ste- Step and uh, Ish and Mallory took Timpson. And uh, God, for the first time ever, we agree. You agree on something. Sorry, Refurio. (laughs) You're doomed. TFT likes Refurio. It's done. This comes, for me, this comes down to one thing. Region 3 has not beaten Region 4 in a state semifinal in like a decade. And until they do it, like... I, and for all we talk about how much Timson brings back, and certainly they have show-stopping talent. Mm -hmm. They have show-stopping talent. 
Refurio brings back a ton too. Mm -hmm. That's for me. There is, this is ingrained in my brain and it has been since state championships last year when we called um, coach Jason Herring Mm -hmm. before the state championship games, like we do for Bally to just talk and then get all like everything out, you know, Hey, here, what are you looking at? The only thing that coach Herring kept saying was, Hoss, we're a year early. Yep. We're a year early. We were not supposed to be here this year. Mm-hmm. We knew the next year that we would have a mm-hmm. chance, but those were all sophomores last year that went out and absolutely just destroyed everybody yeah. in state. They've been all the way there. They've given us no reason to bounce on them now. I think mm-hmm. I think Refurio is the yeah. favorite. As much as I would love to see someone else get into there, mm-hmm. and it, that being Timpson and Terry Bussey and all that stuff in his senior year, that would be great. I just... Yeah, it's well, so that's, hard to bet against Jason Herring and Refurio. Well, that's the reason I picked Timpson too, is because they know that this is his last year. This is it. And, this is and, it. Yeah. And this when he it. leaves, I mean, like, he's the guy, obviously there. So yeah. when is Timpson going to be back? You right. know, it might it's look just, like Shiner. It after might the look Brooks like Shiner. Brothers. Exactly. Exactly. So I think that they know that. Well, and also I think you can make an argument too for Refurio is that they have an easier path in Region Four than Timpson yes, does in Region fair. Three. Mm-hmm. So they could be, you know, Timpson could be beat up. By the time yeah. they get mm-hmm. to, and I think that's exactly what happened. The last regional year. Fight, right? I, I think you're they right. Got exactly. A couple times last year, and not by a whole lot, but it wasn't. Refurio just blew through everybody last mm-hmm. year. Like I with think the exception that, of the Shiner game, yeah, exactly. And even then, it was. Yeah, I mean they they won it. They won it. They're the better team. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's going to be interesting, and and certainly like with with Timpson, much like we were talking about the one A Division two. If you've got that guy, I can't fault you for picking that guy. Like right. he's that guy. Right. He's the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year. Like there, for a reason. Like, like certainly, absolutely. We always so. get to this point, and it's always it's just a shame that that's not the state champion. That, oh, yeah. that I was just about to say that. Yeah, because like, that would that's be one of those so that it good. Just hurts. Right. Exactly. But it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. Two Division One. Uh, there are our picks. We are Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Dave Campbell. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Coming up here in just a moment, our predictions for the 3A and 4A brackets. But first, you know who else filled out their bracket? These ads. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas love doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 855- Go VCR now. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 Go VCR now.
Hi, I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, even at home. We provide compassionate, caring support virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment if you don't have insurance, really. Welcome to Be Well Texas. We're glad you're here. Back here on the Texas Football Today Playoff Prediction Extravaganza. Greg Tepper, Mallory Hartley, Ashley Pickle with you. We've moved into 3A. Let's go to 3A Division 2, where we have some shocking predictions for Region 1 and Region... I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> audible gas. No. no, we don't. Um, region 1 and Region 2, I will be honest... We're probably the ones that I spent the least amount of time thinking about. Of all these predictions, it was probably Region 1 and Region 2 that I was like, okay, I'm going to get the pencil out. And Region 1 is Canadian. Now, I think think there are teams there that are pretty good, but like Canadian has dominated that region forever. In Region 2, it's Gunner. I think there are teams that are pretty good. I think a third-round matchup with Scurry Rosser could be interesting, but like... Gunner has so dominated Region 2. There's just, like, I'm, I'm not trying to dismiss, like, I guess it'd be 30 other teams. Right. But it would be pretty shocking, do you guys agree, if we didn't get Gunner versus Canadian in the semifinal? I, yes. Yeah. I think that would be yeah. the most shocking part of the playoffs. Yes. Well, I mean, I think both offensively and defensively for both teams, you can say that they've been playing pretty yes. fundamentally sound yeah. football. Oh, for here, sure. And they, they've just been consistent. Dominant. Absolutely. Dominant. To Region 3, where we get a little bit interesting, WTF is on the Hooks bandwagon. Hooks. You're on the hook for Hooks. Can we... Can we Make that a thing. And I get it. Tons of speed. Tons of speed. Ish has gone with Harmony, who upset Dangerfield. Uh, I don't know if you call it an upset, but they beat Dangerfield yep. in week 11 to grab the number one seed mm-hmm. in that region or out of that district. Uh, and and certainly they were the team. They were the regional champion a year ago, right? Mm-hmm. And they have all that experience. I think he's well within his rights to take Harmony. I'm going with Newton. Me and Step are going with Newton. I think that they have... Uh, I, I think they are quietly, they have very quietly put together an outstanding season. Um, I mean, they're 8-0. They're, well, I'm sorry, they're undefeated, I should say. They're, which they're, they had two games that were, uh, or yeah, they had a, a game canceled, and then they had a, a, they couldn't find an extra, somebody else to play them. So they're 8-0. Their defense has been exceptional. We know the athleticism they're going to have. Um, I like Newton. I, so I think Region 3 is certainly the most up yes. for grabs region in 3A Division 2. Yeah, I went with Hooks because I liked that they already had wins over quite a few of these teams, mm-hmm. Harmony being Harmony. one of them. Mm-hmm. I thought that the win over Cupper was really mm-hmm. good. Um, That's and a that really was, one. For me, those, both of those wins were very early on in the mm-hmm. season, and so it was just kind of one of those things like, hey, they've been a solid team since the start of the season, and they've just continued to get better and better. Um, and... I, I mean, it stinks because you you will likely get hooks in Dangerfield round two in the area yeah. round, mm-hmm. and so that's where I kind of went. I was like, well, I think that these are two of the best teams in the region. Whoever yeah. wins that one, I think, would be the best battle tested and able to keep going. Um, Newton definitely has the favorable draw, though. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. not wrong there. Dangerfield's the real X factor here because, like, they lose that game to Harmony. Like, is that one of those things that? buoys them going forward it's like right it's, there are some coaches that will say yeah i don't mind taking a loss late in the season because mm-hmm. it kind of wakes my guys up certainly that could be the case but i, I just think region three is so loaded that like mm-hmm. you have to finish as high as possible and, and dangerfield as a result got a brutal draw yeah um 
yeah. So. Well, and it was one of those things too. Last year, Harmony was like that Cinderella team that mm-hmm. came out of nowhere. I was kind of hoping. I was like, oh, let's just keep that trend going. We'll get hooks in here. Hooks? Nothing yeah. wrong with hooks. <laughs> Nothing wrong with hooks. Well, and they, then they have like one of the best like athletes I think in Region Three and Keyshawn Wells. Yeah, too. Keyshawn like, Wells he's is, is fantastic. Is a, is a he's a dude. Yeah, he's a game yeah, for sure. And then there's Region Four. Uh, everyone in this room, plus Matt Stepp, everyone in Canada, took Tidehaven. Mm. Um, David Lucio's bunch has been exceptional. They've given up 14 points this season. That is the true fact. Um, and they've been exceptional. Their defense has been very good, and their offense, we know Coach David Lucio is going to dial it up. Ish took Poth. Um, Poth. State, state runner-up from a year ago. They have kind of reinvented themselves. They're throwing the ball like, a little yeah, bit more. They, they realize that it's not a sin to throw yeah, the ball. Yeah, <laughs> they, they just throw the ball a little bit more. Uh, their one loss on the year was a, a week one uh, loss to Blanco, but since then they've rattled off nine uh, nine straight, uh, playing good football. They're, I think I think if you want to go with Poth, you're well within your rights. Uh, I think, I, but I look at what Tidehaven has put together and they, to me, look like the favorite. Yeah, yeah. I was, I, I thought about Poth. I did, and I stopped. But then I looked and I saw that they could get East Bernard in the mm-hmm. area around and that mm-hmm. makes me nervous because I think yeah. Bernard's a better team than people give him credit mm-hmm. for and that's really punch like mouth football mm-hmm. and Poth plays well with that but it makes me I don't think that they have the offense even with throwing the ball to outscore them if Ethan Bernard gets okay. on a, a track yeah. so uh, Tidehaven felt like the safer path and I think that they're just fundamentally the best team yeah. in that region and offensively I think so. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And then in the state championship, I think all of us agree that the winner of Canadian and Gunner is going to win the state cha- or is going to be the yes. favorite in the state championship. Four of us, including everybody in this room, uh, took, uh, took Gunner. Um, Step took Canadian. I think it's right now I, I make Gunner the favorite, but like a one score favorite mm-hmm. over Canadian. And I think that that's the way it's generally gone. I mean, last year, wasn't it like 17, 14 or yep. 20 to 17, something like that. Um, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a, it's, it's, it's going to be close. Mm-hmm. It's, these are two these are the two best teams in three division two yep. Canadian and Gunner and they it's all going to be leading up to a big showdown semifinal weekend well and we always talk about how it's hard to tell with Gunner sometimes just how good that they are because mm-hmm. they don't get tested a whole lot in the regular season I think we saw them get tested a couple yeah. of times and they like annihilated Brock that win over Brock is what sticks it's in my head. like yeah. oh they're not his Brock is not a bad team <laughs> like no. foreshadowing some stuff Brock is not a bad team <sighs> yeah uh, that win over Brock is really what over the top for me. Yeah, yeah. it stuck with me. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. There's 3A Division 2. Speaking of Brock, 3A Division 1. Let's roll out our predictions for 3A Division 1. Uh, you can see them up on your screen right now. By the way, you can find all our predictions up on TexasFootball.com. We'll start in Region 1. Region 1, it's a sweep. We all like Brock to win the 3A Division 1 Region 1 uh, championship once again. The state runner-up from a year ago uh, has shaken off some early losses and has gotten hot at the right time and is playing very good football. Um, the... I think their defense is the real X factor here. Their mm-hmm. defense, their defense has really been good all year. Yes. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Even in their losses, their defense is pretty good. They hold Pleasant Grove to ten points. Ten, mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's impressive to me. Uh, furthermore, I, like I think, I think this this is here's a hot take. I think the second best team in that region is a team they've already beaten in Paradise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Jim Ned might have something to say, but Paradise is probably the second best. Yeah, Jim. The problem with Jim Ned, Jim Ned's so like just they will they'll lay an egg on you. Yes, like yeah, at any point in time. (laughs) Uh, The sleeper, like the the two sleepers here, Bushland. Mm -hmm. Keep an eye on Bushland. High flying, and Clyde. Clyde. 
I know you love Clyde. My beloved Clyde. I know you love, I do love Clyde. Of Clyde. Love Clyde. Don't we all love Clyde? Don't we, folks? Region two. This is a perfect example of do not mistake unanimity for certainty. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It makes me super nervous that we all took Malakoff. Now I like Malakoff a lot. Yes. I think Malakoff's excellent. The speed they've got, the defense they've got. I think they're a juggernaut. With that said. Winsboro. They're going to run into Winsboro. Grandview. Yeah. Uh-huh. Whitney. Pottsboro. Pottsboro. Yep. West. Region this 3 is, is, or Region 2 rather, is loaded. And so it makes me tense that all of us took Malakoff. Even though I think Malakoff's the best, <laughs> the team, best team, it's like one slip up and there's plenty of there's plenty of landmines here in Region 2. It, it made me, I, I kept going back and forth between Malakoff and Winsboro. I really mm-hmm. like Winsboro. I think mm-hmm. when they got that big win over Pottsboro yeah. in a really, really dominant fashion, they did. that that was something that sparked the flag in my mind of, okay, keep looking at Winsboro. I think Malakoff can outscore them, mm-hmm. and that's why I ultimately lean that way, but Winsboro was right on the cuffs for me. It would not be a surprise for me if Winsboro, because they're so yeah. physical. Like yeah. They're a fun football they team are. to watch. And that, their quarterback, Kyler Finney, is a dude. Yes. He's a, he's a straight-up dude. Region three, here's a funny thing. Nobody took the two-time defending champs to win their region. Mm-hmm. We've all just kind of forgotten about Franklin, uh, but all of us, uh, or rather uh, everyone in this room, took Columbus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Columbus and then Ish took Hitchcock, presumably to at some point avenge a loss to Columbus. Look, yeah. I, I hate to give Ish credit, but shout out Ish for, pick, for picking Hitchcock. <laughs> They could. They could do. I mean, certainly the, the upside is there. The upside is there. For, let's talk about Franklin for a moment. We're certainly not burying the two-time defending champs because they lost one game. Mm-hmm. I think this is more about how good Region 3 is. Oh, it's deep. This, this We've talked about this earlier. This has got to be one of the deepest regions out of mm-hmm. any classification. Point blank. We didn't even mention Lorena. No. Right? Lorena's in that mix. Um... Who else is in it? Uh, uh, Little River Academy. Mm-hmm. This is a really good deep region. And to talk about the team we picked to, to win the, the region here, I think Columbus, the word is complete. Yes. When I watch them and I, and I see what they do, they are good at everything. They're good offensively. They're good defensively. They're sound on special teams. They block well. They tackle well. They do the fundamentals. They run the ball. They throw the ball. Like... I don't know. Columbus looks like the most complete team to me. Yeah, when they when they not only beat um, Hitchcock, Hitchcock, but I was put about to say that. a hurting on them, mm-hmm. and Hallettsville too. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, Hallettsville is one of those teams that we haven't talked about much. That still is a pretty good program. But Yoakum, I mean, one mm-hmm. Lagrange and Giddings, those are good mm-hmm. teams too. Their resume is unbelievable. But for me, it's the fact that, like I kind of mentioned earlier, with Holly making me nervous, being one dimensional, that is just not the case. Yeah. The, the superstar mm-hmm. quarterback, they've got the whole clan of showbulls out there like until they're gone mm-hmm. I, it's and hard to pick there's just them. more showbulls yeah they there's just, just keep going <laughs> there's so many there's showbulls. so many showbulls um so here's the thing and i'll just say this and, and certainly i'm drawing some broad conclusions here we could have regional semifinals in region three of hitchcock versus franklin and lorena versus columbus that rocks. That's hot. I mean, even the by district matchup, Hitchcock and Little River Academy. That's a great game. Hallettsville and Franklin, Lorena and Yoakum. Yoakum, yeah. That's yeah. Exactly. Lorena Yoakum being played Thursday night in College Station. I That's want to get sleepy. Down there good. Yeah. Bad. Yeah, you. You're, I can't. Get started, dumb show. 
Oh, no, it's not that. It's oh. that we have 50 games that we're broadcasting on Thursday night. On live on Dave Campbell's Texan Live. live. TexanLive.com to stream a <laughs> bunch of games. Okay, Region 4. Let's keep this thing moving. Region 4 is... Region 4 is maybe the most interesting region to me because I'm not sure there's a clear-cut favorite. No. Three of us took Jordanton, mm-hmm. uh, newly ranked, by the way. Newly ranked Jordanton, 10-0. Daryl Andrews' squad has been excellent. I am not quite sure how battle-tested they are. Their opponents are combined 38-60 and 60 on the year. Uh, but they, they, you can only beat the teams in front of you. Two of you guys, who was it? It was Ish and Step, took Edna. Uh, the reigning regional final champion. Why are you making that noise? I mean, well, I was going to take Lano. Okay. You want to cut his mic for me? Yeah, I got you. Hey, did Arlington make the playoffs? They did. They get Highland Park. (laughs) Cause Cop Elm made the playoffs. Kick him. Uh, Cause Cop Elm made the playoffs. All that's to say. Yeah, we know. Edna's the reigning (laughs) region. Edna's the reigning regional champion. You're well within your rights to do that. Their losses on the year are a one-point double overtime loss to To Refurio. yeah. (laughs) And then they got beat by Goliad. Real sleeper here. Goliad, Uh real sleeper Mm -hmm. in Region 4. Yeah, Region 4 feels more wide open. Mm -hmm. I think that it's not fair, but like we all view that as like, oh, who's going to get fed to the Region 3 champion? Mm -hmm. Because Region 3 has dominated Region 4 historically. Well, we'll have the answer to who is right here in the area round. Because the thing is, Region 3 is like the speed region. And Region 4 is like the power region. Oh, hard hitting. I mean, you look at Edna's or Jordanton's offensive line, Mm -hmm. and there are some big old boys. Like it's, And that's what has been the issue in Region 3 is they just run past them. Franklin's done it the past couple of years. Mm -hmm. And even any of those other teams can do it too. And when when Franklin won the 2021 state championship, Mm -hmm. they were in Region 4. But like we, there was just kind of a known. They were like it was District Thirteen, and it was just like, oh no, they're a Region Three team that just happens to be in Region Four, and they ran through them because the speed's such a killer. Mm-hmm. So, but Region Four is going to be really interesting and if we get to a Jordanton Edna uh, matchup, area area, area matchup, a second round matchup, which is un, unkind. Be be banging. Uh, also, keep an eye on Universal City Randolph. Hmm. Little little, I think they got a favorable draw. All right, but as far as champions are concerned, uh, all of us basically. Uh, copy paste region three we all think the champions coming out of region three i think this is brock erasure quite frankly i think mm-hmm. brock is going to have something to say about that and especially if they get to a state championship game against a team like columbus or hitchcock who is there for the first time i think that experience that state championship yeah. experience mm-hmm. is a big deal big deal for play Mathis's company uh, squad um Keep it on this. We all like we all like Columbus or, or Hitchcock to win the state championship there, but uh, I I think that especially I mean who knows if Malakoff if Malakoff can get by Brock this year. I was gonna say it's also something that we sometimes it gets buried down in there, but every person that's coming out of Region Three is going to go through the gauntlet mm-hmm. week after week after week, while Brock just kind of might peter along into the state championship yep. you know like they're until if, well you know, rested and yep. not beaten up nope. until maybe they go. see yeah, until maybe they see paradise yeah again, and yeah. that's right? i mean but you should that should be three rounds in you no. know mm-hmm. anyway so there it is 3a division one rolling on with our dave campbell's text football high school football playoff prediction extravaganza greg tepper mallory hartley ashley pickle with you we're halfway through yo 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 45 minutes in let's go to 4A, 4A Division 2. Let's roll out our predictions yeah. for 4A Division 2. Lots to talk about here. 
some some fun some fun things here. We'll start with Region 1. Region 1 is the one where there's the most disagreement. Yeah. Three different teams get votes here. Um, we'll start with Ashley Pickle rolling with the Graham Steers. I had to dial up my Brent Homan energy and say go Steers. That's it. That's the only All right. reason. No, no. I. This was a difficult yeah. region for me to pick. I feel like when you want to talk about there not being many gaps, mm-hmm. this is definitely it. I think that Graham's offense has looked really good. Um, and I, I do think like it's really important to not, to your point, it's really important to not overrate one result. Yes. They have a one-point loss at Hershey. Mm-hmm. Not a great result. Right. Not a great result. However... The rest of their the rest of their resume is like sparkling. It's very mm-hmm. impressive, yes. and I think Ty Thompson is just, he's a he's, he's a stud. player. And when when it comes to that kind of thing, where the competition's all pretty close, if you have that one guy that can really sling mm-hmm. it, I think that they can just outscore people. Uh, Matt stepped to Canyon West Plains, the Wolves nine and one champions. That feels like of, a, a hipster pick. Champions of District Two. <laughs> But I'll tell you, like they, so they lost week one to Bushland, okay, mm-hmm. at Bushland by six points. Rattled off nine straight, including wins over a playoff, a 5A playoff team in Amarillo Palo Duro, Canyon, Seminole, handing them their only loss of the year. West Plains can go. West mm-hmm. Plains is a fun team, and their offense averages 49 points a game. They are dangerous. But the pick for Mallory Ish and I, the courageous pick, the Lobos of Monahans. Folks, may I tell you of the good news about Chino Navarrete? Yes. Their quarterback. Yes. He rocks. He's really fun to watch, and they are rolling people right now. And they're averaging 53 points a game. They they opened up their year with wins over Shallow Water and Andrews, which is when I mm-hmm. think people really started paying attention. They handed Fort Stockton their only loss of the year. This is a dangerous, dangerous ball club, and I love what Monahan's brings to the yeah, table. If just... Graham and Monahan's was to meet in the regional semifinals, like you want to talk about quarterback, uh, yes. so fun. much fun. Yes. Fun as heck. Yes. That be, game might last four hours, and there's going to be 87 <laughs> points scored. I know. <laughs> That'd be fun as heck. Uh, anyway, for a uh, that's that's region one or region one, to region two, where everyone here has chosen the Carthage Bulldogs. Now again, this is another instance where we need to make sure that you understand that just because we're unanimous does not mean we're certain. Mm-hmm. I think Carthage has to be the pick. Yes. They're the number one team. They're undefeated. That win over Kilgore in the season opener is looking yes. better and better. Because Kilgore rocks. We'll talk <laughs> about them in the next in the next one. Um, th- like, they have... I think that quarterback Jet Surratt has grown. I think the offense has found its identity. And more importantly, their defense is really good. I think you could tell, like, obviously, yes, they got the huge win over Kilgore, and that was great. But we still had so many questions at that point as if Jet Surratt was going to be the correct choice there. Um, The win over Van is what sealed it for me. That was a Mm -hmm. really good Van team in week 10 of the season where they just went out there and destroyed them. And they did, a, 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 frankly, a vintage Carthage team, which is like 7-7 in the second quarter. Quarter, mm-hmm. They score right before halftime, and then they come out and they put the they put Van in the figure four leg lock, yep. and they make him tap out. <laughs> like, that's what happened. And now, here's the thing: this is a deep district. It's a, region. The region's crazy. Region. Yeah, Pleasant Grove. Yep, undefeated, <laughs> number three in the state, mm-hmm. with a, a, an unbelievable amount of athletes, unbelievable playmakers. Right? There's you. We have our. Uh, 
I think Aubrey's dangerous. Mm-hmm. I think Sunnyvale's dangerous. And then allow Gilmer? me to and then uh, and then allow me to introduce you to the by district cut the breaks game of the week. Yes. Center and Gilmer. Mm-hmm. Okay. So good. Both these offenses are nuts, and both these defenses also have jerseys. <laughs> like <laughs> this could be a ninety point. This yes. is. I'm telling you, the like first one to seventy wins Win. in yeah. Gilmer and center. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Um. So. All of us like Carthage here, but that that's that uh, Thanksgiving matchup with Carthage Pleasant Grove, and, yeah, Pleasant Grove feels like a huge. And by the way, don't bury Van. I think Van yeah. would love it, love mm-hmm. another bite of the apple if they get there. So, uh, Carthage Van, Van versus Aubrey in the area mm-hmm. round is a sneaky little good Aubrey's, matchup too. Aubrey's a, Aubrey's a good ball club. Aubrey Aubrey plays. I think Aubrey doesn't play flashy football. They they kind of like grind you out, mm-hmm. but. They're really talented. They remind me of, and not to this caliber, but they remind me their style of football is more like Alito, where it mm-hmm. works yes. to perfection. Yep. But God, it can be boring sometimes. Yeah. And, and they know like, it, and they, they're okay with like, it sure, because they win. We're win this game. Exactly right. <laughs> to Region 3 we go, where uh, it's almost unanimous. Everyone, uh, the WTF plus uh, ROF plus half of Tep and Step. Like there Sil- was such a better half way to say all of that. <laughs> like Silsby. Uh, and uh, I don't disagree. Silsby's awesome. Silsby's fantastic. Ashton Cartwright, uh, uh, Trey Kibbles. Uh, they've got that some, one guy. Some other guy. <laughs> may have heard uh, of them. Draylon Miller. I mean, they've been great. They've been unbelievable, okay? Now, I'm a little... Uh, I'm a little concerned that that there that there's a little bit of a book out on how to slow down this offense because West Orange Stark did it and Jasper did mm-hmm. it. I was just about to say. Okay, that is why the team I'm riding with, folks, the Belleville Bramas. Belleville's got three 1,000 yard rushers. Yeah. Okay. It's three stable 1,000 yard rushers, and their defense is giving up six points a game. Mm-hmm. Five and a half points a game, I should say. Let's put some respect on them. This team is nasty, and I feel like nobody's paying attention to them. Belleville is a fascinating ball club. Now, look, this is the, the, the when you take a look at the way this this thing breaks down, it will probably be Belleville and Silsby in a regional regional semifinal. Mm-hmm. That's if they get by Madisonville. Madisonville's well, no I mean, they even get West Orange Stark in the first round. Mm-hmm. Like West Orange Stark's a great, a tough force. Right, their their record doesn't even indicate like how good they actually are. Well, and that's my thing with Belleville is I they're they've done so well. I just don't think they haven't been battle tested near no, as hard that's fair. as right. Silsby has. That's fair. Like Silsby I've has. seen yes, Silsby agreed. not only one just go out there and destroy people. I've seen Silsby pull through some pretty tight wins, mm-hmm. and that's that's what's been impressive. I don't think Belleville's been pushed. Let me uh, allow me to. Uh, now put in a, uh, a, a let me just get in front of the comments that we're going to get from this mm-hmm. no we didn't forget about Quero Quero is very good as well and Quero is going to be yes. in the mix they are undefeated 10-0 and they have been exceptional as well they're averaging 48 points a game a lot to like about Jared Fikach's bunch um, between them between Silsby it's a loaded region. It's an absolutely loaded region. Well, and man, if you were to get Quero and Silsby in the in the regional final again oh, after man, the way that one man. ended last year, like you know those seniors are going to want revenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> two other teams, two other teams to mention here. Three other teams actually. It's a great region. Jasper is a dangerous three seed. Yep. Ty Anthony Smith and that that defense is nasty and they are a physical ball club. Waco Connolly Okay, the champions of District 11, as far as upside is concerned, maybe the highest upside in this district or in this region, and Hampshire Finette. 
don't, like the Longhorns. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't don't throw dirt on Hampshire for net just because they have that one loss to Silsby. Mm-hmm. Um, Silsby, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that is a really, really good Hampshire for net ball club. So keep an eye on that. But Region 3 is fascinating. Region 4 is kind of less fascinating. Um, it's Wimberley. <laughs> the reigning state runner-up from a year ago. It's unanimous among our, our group. Um, I think they, like, to me, the second best team in that region is probably Sinton. Mm-hmm. Y- yeah, like yeah, I, I wanted I mean, to believe destroyed Geronimo Navarro during the regular season, and I wanted to believe in Ingleside. I, I was yep. about to say that. I one, wanted yeah. to, but last week to go and and for Sinton to do what they did to them and mm-hmm. beat them pretty badly. Yep. I don't know. It it that takes a little bit of sting out of it, and so I think like I think it's Wimberley. Yeah, I think the growth we've seen from quarterback Cody Stover. Whereas, like, last week, last year he was a good quarterback, mm-hmm. and now, but, like, there was a little bit of game management in his, in his game. Now he's the, he's the chief of that he's office. He's the guy. Like, he's awesome. Mm-hmm. The locker room is bought in on him, and if you've watched Wimberley games live on Dave Campbell's Texan Live, you can see that really yeah. come into fruition. But all of us take uh, Carthage to win a state championship. I think we're just not picking against Scott Surratt. <laughs> you know what? I learned my lesson last year when I picked you can't against it. Carthage I've, and Scott we, Surratt, no. and I learned my lesson, and so Mel? I picked Carthage and <laughs> Scott Mel? Surratt. She did. She picked Silsby last year. I did pick, year, I picked, and then <laughs> absolutely got blown up in her DM. Okay. Yeah, I did. I will fun. say this. Okay, <laughs> Here's what I'll say about Carthage. If you're going to beat them, you have to beat them on or before Thanksgiving. Yes. Okay. A hundred and ten percent. The later it gets in the playoffs, the, the better they are. Yep. The better they are. Plain and simple. So to me, it's Pleasant Grove. Mm-hmm. Pleasant Grove's the opportunity. That's mm-hmm. the one team I think that can beat them because they're, if they get to a title game, I don't care if they're playing the Dallas Cowboys. Nine for nine, people. Nine for nine. They're they've got a better record in AT and T Stadium than the Cowboys do. Period. Like at any given year. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> well, that's not hard. Yep. Okay. Uh, all right, let's roll on to 4A Division One. To 4A Division One, we go. We're a few different Dude, things to talk about. This one gave me headaches. Yeah, this one's a lot. Headaches. This one's a lot. Region Two made me want to oh, claw no. my eyes out. Oh, I know. <laughs> Even Region One. I, I don't know. Know. Back I mean, like it's like just like times. yeah, it's tough. 4A Division One. We'll start with Region One. Uh, three of you guys, WTF and Ish. Uh, like Brownwood. Ish uh, wants to change his pick. <laughs> the Lions, the Lions get your yes. pick. The champions of District 2, they've got that one loss to Stephenville. Can you imagine? Only Ish has the courage to pick a Stephenville-Brownwood state semifinal. Can oh you God. imagine? No. The crowd. Imagine. There will be 70,000 people there. That would be so um, awesome. <clears throat> yes. So, Brownwood, I call and quarterback has been very good, and their defense has been very good as well. Step and I are going with Decatur. I think this is a team that a lot of people threw dirt on in the early going when they lost to Anna. Mm-hmm. They started 0-3. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But look at their losses. Anna. Aged well. Stephenville. You may see them on this graphic, mm-hmm. right? And Wichita Falls Rider. And then they lose in overtime by a point at Alvarado. See, it was those two. It was yeah. the Rider game and the Alvarado yep. game that exactly. just didn't. But since then. Didn't set well. But since then, they've been humming. Got to yeah. win over Hershey. Got to win over Springtown. I yeah. I don't know. I Brown think they're getting healthy. I think there's. I think they're. I think they're finding so their way. Better. And they also have that pedigree. They've like they've made deep playoff runs before. Yeah, I will last say, year. Yeah. I did think like something that went through my mind is that their head coach Steve Huff knows how to win. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I did. I Absolutely. did think about that. I think Brownwood is the more well-rounded team. I think that Brownwood has 
had had a much tougher schedule. Yeah. But the one thing that made me nervous mm-hmm. was I love Sammy Burnett to death. He doesn't have necessarily that pedigree when it comes to being in the playoffs. Not other compared than, to Steve Huff. Not compared to Steve Huff, who has been at AT and T Stadium for yeah. two of the past four years. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. I think you're right. Especially with startup programs, Indicator is one that has a thing. But mm, yeah, it was hard. That one was a difficult choice. Mm-hmm. Speaking of difficult choice, Region Two. Region Two is so the real hard. like like litmus test for like like it's a Rorschach test for like what you value. Um, WTF is rolling with Anna. Mm-hmm. Explain yourself. I think that Anna has the favorable part of the bracket here because mm-hmm. I, I like was, La Vega. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. And I like China Spring. Normally in the past, I'd be going, oh, that district alone with three of the top teams in the state are is worried. Yeah. I saw China Spring play in person against Stephenville, and their offensive line makes me nervous. They have a good quarterback China in Spring. Cash McCollum. Yes, China mm-hmm. Spring yes, makes yes, me nervous. It's worth mentioning that a two-time defending champion lives here, and, we're, and nobody's picking them to win the region. Yeah, no. I just I don't think that China Spring has, has got that dog in them like they have the past two years. Um, and then Waco, La Vega, I just, I mean, Kobe Black's great. Here's here's the thing: is that I think like, Anna's more talented on offense. I think, but what's funny is that La Vega will punch you in the mouth. Yes. La Vega plays a physical brand of football that they're interesting to more, and and we're gonna get that to work more than likely, in my opinion, we're gonna get that four A Division one. Um, four division one second round match between Anna and China Spring, mm-hmm. and that will be very telling, uh, because the winner of that game is probably going to get Frisco Panther Creek. Mm-hmm. Now I like Panther Creek a lot. Obviously, big win over Salina last uh, on on Friday night, Thursday night rather. But this is like, like I just think playoff football is different. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Like that's one thing. Like I like this Panther Creek team a lot. I'm just not sure exactly like how they're like when they run into a La Vega, right? Mm-hmm. Who's got tons of pedigree? What happens then? Um, I also think Anna's schedule. We just got done talking about how good Decatur's going to be. They beat Decatur in Week One of the season. They beat a really good Aubrey team that we just mm-hmm. talked about, forty-two to nothing. Then I think the win over Paris by one point was a really good sneaky win over a just a squad that's really hard to defend in the first place. And then the win over Sulphur Springs, they mm-hmm. looked good in that win over Sulphur Springs last Friday. Well, then they played Salina really hard too. Yeah. Only yeah. a two point loss to them earlier Step in the and, season. Step and Ish are rolling with uh, Stephenville. Um, I do. I love the way that they've reinvented themselves and become a defensive team. Mm-hmm. Because last year it was all about we're just going to go outscore people. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, and we're going to get into these these run and gun games. They, that defensive line is nasty. Their defense They're is excellent. Nasty and huge. <sighs> I'm not overthinking it. I'm rolling with Salina. I'm. That's I'm fair. Yeah. I, I think. Rightfully so. I think that if there is any program that can use a week eleven loss and turn it into fuel, I think it's Salina. Mm-hmm. They're the number one team before last week. I'm just going to go with Salina. Region three is unanimous, which makes me nervous. Yeah, um, it's Kilgore. Kilgore, their one loss on the year is a three-point loss uh, against Carthage, mm-hmm. uh, a team that perhaps you've heard of. They now have wins over Chapel Hill, mm-hmm. Gilmer, Lindale. Throw Athens in there too. Longview Pine Tree is a playoff team and in five A. Um, I think that Derek Jackson, Derek Jackson, their quarterback is a star. Mm-hmm. I think they're really good up front. 
fantastic, and their front seven and their defense, is their defense, nasty. their defense get after your rear end. Yeah. It we that was one of our spotlight games last mm-hmm. week, and it was jarring mm-hmm. how well they mm-hmm. played against Chapel Hill. Not to mention, I mean, even their even their win over Lindale has aged really well because oh, yeah. Lindale went and beat Chapel Hill in week ten of the season, mm-hmm. and it was like Chapel Hill is so up and down that that makes me nervous. Um, I think Bay City. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, Kilgore Bay City in the area round would be a yep. heck of a matchup. Yeah. Bay City, I mean, you want to talk about like a bunch of history between between mm-hmm. with those two programs. I mean, it's 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 a region like four division one. What, what I'm getting at is like it's going to be really hard to call because I think all these teams are pretty tightly packed. Well, and watch for a sneaky Iowa we'll colony. Team. I was going to say, dude, that's dude, one of those that's things. A tough, that's like, a sneaky again, tough I go back region. To Panther yeah. Creek. I'm like, I'm like, okay, I need to see you do it before I'm willing to believe. Mm-hmm. They're ten and zero. They should not apologize for anything. I need to see him do it in the playoffs. Right, that went over that that went over Needville felt like a playoff game. Oh yeah, when they snuck that out by three mm-hmm. points, it felt mm-hmm. like a playoff game. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think for me, Kilgore, what I saw them do to Chapel Hill last week so. was was enough of a ceiling a deal for me. If Chapel yeah. Hill, and um, by the way, if Chapel Hill plays to their paper, oh, they can absolutely they do can that. absolutely win the region again. Yeah, but people have figured out a way how to stop Demetrius Brisbane and Ricky mm-hmm. Stewart, and it's yeah. like after that, it just gets difficult. Yeah, if it had happened once, if they just lost, like if they hadn't lost to Lindale, this might then be a different. I, conversation 100 yes, percent. but like i don't know and then region four um all of us took bernie i i'll tell you this the computer doesn't think it's that kind of it's 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 that it's like some sort of like walkover yeah the computer likes lavernia a lot mm-hmm. the computer likes alice a lot okay uh and davenport then, san antonio davenport i mean this is a this is a deeper region than you may think um I like Bernie. I think they're getting healthy at the right time. Yes. I think Jackson Bays is back. I, I love Jackson Bays. Yeah. I asked one question before I made a pick. I text Steph and I said, is uh, Bernie's quarterback, is he hurt or is he still in? He goes, no, I think he's back now. And I was like, like all right. Bernie. But, but, but <laughs> yeah. if they didn't have Bays, I don't think I would have taken Bernie. I think they've got a good, they've got some good depth, but Bays is the difference maker. Yeah. Everyone in this room is taking Bernie to win a state championship. Mm-hmm. Um, I think getting, getting there last year and then the, the uh, um, the experience they have from that, I think, is going to go a long way for them. Uh, Ish and, and Step are riding with East Texas. They're rolling with Kilgore. Uh, I guess we're all in agreement that the winner of this game is going to win the state championship. Yep. The winner of God, that'll three, be three, such four. a good game. That would be a fantastic. Oh Kilgore Bernie would be a, a a bloodbath. Yes, Bernie's offense and Kilgore's defense, like oh, give it to um, me. <laughs> but I mean, I also think that the winner of Region Two could win it. I'd be surprised if Region yeah. One won the state championship. I'd be surprised. Yes. But Region Two. They've, I mean, Anna, yeah. like when Anna plays up to their paper, like remember their one loss on the year is a quadruple overtime loss against Salina. Yeah, right. Now, I don't know if they've been as dominant as I would like them to see be, but like, I don't know. It's four division one is wide open. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. We are at Texas football today. We're here every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. You're watching the 2023 Dave Campbell's Texas football, Texas high school football playoff prediction extravaganza coming up here in just a moment. The big boys, 5A and 6A, including a bracket where all five of us have a different state championship pick. <gasps> 
Dave Campbell's Texas Football, in conjunction with the Tax Act Texas Bowl, is proud to give the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week Award, presented by Kroger, to the most deserving high schooler in the state of Texas. Each week, TexasFootball.com announces 10 candidates for that week's award based on the previous week's on-field performance. Congratulations to this week's 10 nominees. Fans, be sure to vote for the player you believe should be the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week at TexasFootball.com. Voting closes Friday at noon, with the winner announced shortly after on TexasFootball.com. Thanks to Kroger and the Tax Act Texas Bowl for their continued support of Texas high school football and the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week Award. Back here on our irresponsibly long yeah, 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 yeah. Texas high school football playoff prediction special. I'm Greg Tepper. That's Ashley Pickle and Mallory Hartley. It's now time to roll on to 5A and starting with 5A Division Two. Dude. There's a lot to break down here. Yes. This For the first time ugh. ever, five predictors, five different state champions. Which is the least surprising thing. Well, especially for this bracket, which does feel like the most unpredictable bracket of them all. Yes. all of of mm-hmm. all 12 of them, mm-hmm. this feels like the most unpredictable. And so you take a look at each of these. We each have different state champions. We'll start with Region 1, where there's three different teams represented. <laughs> Mallory's rolling with Frisco Emerson. Mm-hmm. I think this is like kind of like a hipster pick for me. I really love this team just from what they've done and, and Coach Miller has done the past two years, this being a new program and all. But I really think that this is a team that is filled with a different type of playmakers. And they've got a lot of depth, too. Yeah. They also, they're sitting atop of the Region 1 bracket, right? Yeah. So they have an easier path than I think that Colleyville Heritage will have. Yeah. So, so uh, Emerson would get, to me, if they can get by Grapevine, that's, yes, the, that's, that's the their that's their biggest what, what test. What it is for me for Emerson, it's twofold. One, how worried are you about what was a falter at the, at the end, right? Mm-hmm. Where they lose... Basically, I think they let one loss beat them twice. Yes. Like, they lose to Argyle, and then they lose to uh, to Lake Dallas. Right. How worried are you about that? The other thing is, I think you're right. If they beat Grapevine, and that is not an easy task. Mm-mm. They might be underdogs in that game. They beat Grapevine, like, regional final feels really doable. Right, oh, yeah. Because now there's they, nothing else standing in their they, way. They might, no. get a, they might no. get a rematch with Lake Dallas, which they lost basically on the last play. Mm-hmm. Or they might see a team like Wichita Falls Rider, which is a good team and playing with a lot of emotion because it's their last program. But Well, and here's the thing, too. If they meet up with Argyle again, I could see that completely going in Frisco Emerson's way. Yes. You know, that's, that's one where that game was so close. I think that that could definitely be a, hey, it's tough to beat a good team twice, and it could roll in Emerson's favor. Yes, I think that, that is, uh, that's fair. Okay. Then, let's go with... Sorry, somebody emailed me something. Pickle, you and I are in lockstep here. This has got to quit happening. I'm sorry. My we, like, <laughs> we like Argyle, which in my opinion is the chalky pick here. Yes. Yeah, I think so. I, <laughs> My biggest concern about Argyle at the beginning part of the season, obviously they lose one to Melissa, they lose one to Lovejoy. Those are both bigger classifications. or Well, no, not bigger classifications. Not one of them, at least. Um, anyway, they lose those, and it was like, oh my God, they lost so much on defense mm-hmm. from last year's state semifinalist that I didn't know if they could pull it together. Their defense has turned around. Yes. The win over Frisco Emerson was a big one, um, but I just think that the defense is looking like a better unit. They have the offense to be able to score 
score. I think that this region comes down to if Argyle and Colleyville Heritage were, were going to meet up in the regional semis, mm-hmm. that would be. I think the winner of that is the winner of this region. But I'm going to give Argyle the edge because I think their defense has come into form. Uh, yeah, I think I think you're right. Uh, 1A division, or rather in region, region 1 state, Ish and Step are going with Colleyville Heritage. I think we are all in agreement that it's District 3 or District 4, and that's the real thing to keep an eye on here would be District 3 or District 4. To Region 2 we go. Okay. WTF, (laughs) tell me about Lovejoy. Dude, it was the win last week over Melissa for me. Yeah. I mean, that was so solid. I mean, they absolutely came out and punched them mm-hmm. in the mouth. Mm-hmm. That was my that was my solidifier for me. I had no idea who to pick here. This yeah. this one was hard for me. There was there was quite a few reasons that made it hard. I kept going back and forth between Lovejoy, between Melissa, between South Oak Cliff, and then even Midlothian Heritage, which I think is a really good one. But I think that the reason that I decided to go with Lovejoy is because they are on the bottom side of the bracket and mm-hmm. everybody else is at the top, top side. Exactly. Because I think Melissa and South Oak Cliff in the area round is an unbelievable game and obviously someone has got to lose that and I think Lovejoy would be able to beat either of those squads again because I don't think that the, the win against Melissa was some sort of a fluke. I think no. that Lovejoy went out there and actually destroyed them. No, I think I think you're right. Um, From the jump. Yeah, their only loss is to, to a Obviously, a very tough North Crowley squad. Yeah. So, like, oh, absolutely. Very understandable. Well, and I've been so bullish on Lovejoy the past couple of years because I feel like they should be the favorite in mm-hmm. almost every game that they play, and then they look soft. Right. Like, they look like they don't want to go out there They're and never hit anybody. anybody. Yeah. And that win against mm-hmm. Melissa looked like, hey, shut up. We're not soft. Quit saying I agree. It. Yeah. Ish, so they shut me up. Ish and Step are t- are have the courage to take the two-time defending state champion, South Oak Cliff Golden Bears. Um, <laughs> so glad they so went out hard. on a limb. Who I know. Well, again, you can just say they're just following the same script as, yeah. as last yeah. year, which was they lose some games early, everyone kind of forgets about them, and then they get right, and suddenly defense has been looking outstanding. Mm-hmm. The offense the offense looks like it might be better or at least more reliable than mm-hmm. it was last year. Mm-hmm. I don't think I, I think you're absolutely within your rights to take to take South Oak Cliff. I am going to go with Melissa. Uh, I think it's a one. I think that Melissa is the team that matches up best with South Oak Cliff. Mm-hmm. I think that if they get another shot at Lovejoy, it's hard to beat a good team twice. Um, I like Melissa. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let one result in week 11 sway me from nine other results that's basically what i'm like nine, nine other weeks so mm-hmm. that's basically where i'm i'm saying because remember this is a uh, this is a melissa team that has a 36 point win over argyle and a 30 yeah. point win over china mm-hmm. spring uh, i'm not gonna let one loss sway me that much so but tough game against white house in the opener um i'm trying to think of any other teams in region two uh that are, are worthy of middle of heritage is a team that is certainly worthy of mentioning in this in this, on this short list. And then Texas the, High too. Uh, so Texas High, <laughs> he's kind of got me done. going. Yeah. yeah, you winded up the toy here. Texas High, high was going to uh-huh. be the super hipster team in Region Two, exactly. Until they went into Week Eleven and laid an egg in Week Eleven against Longview Pine. Did I not mention that game on WTF last mm-hmm. week? You did. I was like. This, this is also the one that says I'm not gonna let a week 11 loss sway my opinion. True, true. Yeah, yeah right. but, but it was that like to me like it's one thing to be playing a really good team like Lovejoy. Oh yeah, Pine Tree is just like they're a good team, but they're not. Pine Tree special. wasn't even expecting to make the playoffs no. right. at that point. Right. Anyway. <laughs> Region three, uh, WTF. 
is uh, mm-hmm. rolling the lions, the I Lake like Creek them, Lions. Man. They're really good. They're the they're uh you know if you take a look at our new rankings, which nobody cares about, they're the new number one team in five A Division two. Well, they, and they've been in close games too this year too, and they know how to win in crunch time. Which of course, when it comes to the playoffs, that's a that's yeah. a huge deal. No, absolutely. Um, the, Tyvon Byers and mm-hmm. their defense. I think the the real difference for them has been. I think their defense has made a, a big step. They've always been able to score, mm-hmm. and certainly, well, I mean, the numbers are impressive. Forty nine points a game, but the defense I think is taking a step. Well, and that was the thing last year. I mean, we talked to. Uh, I remember talking to Coach Pat Kennedy on um, on Valley and saying like, "Man, your defense finally starts kind of stepping up here in the the latter half of the season." The fact that that defense has stepped it up, I think that they. I, th- I think that that's enough to push them through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Ishmael is going with Fort Ben Marshall, which is intriguing because Fort Ben Marshall, I think, has two, two, they have two losses, one of which is a seven, it's a seven nothing loss at Port Nanches Groves. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what? PNG gotcha. It happens. Defense is excellent. Hard place excellent. to play. A couple weeks later, they go and they lose to Texas City, fifteen to seven. That was that's the, the one. one that's like, is there a problem with this offense? Mm-hmm. Like when they play good defenses, but Fort Ben Marshall, when they play to their paper, mm-hmm. they might be the most talented team in this in this region. Uh, Step and I are going with uh, with Port Nature's Groves, a team that played for a state championship last year, has that state championship pedigree. They've played six playoff games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're getting healthy at the right time. Keep an eye on them. I like PNG, and especially that defense is just nasty. That defense is, mm-hmm. is legit. Injuries with them was what mm-hmm. scared me away. Yeah, it's true. I, I think <laughs> I think they're getting healthy. I think they're getting healthy. Region four. Uh, everyone in this room likes Alamo Heights. I will say this about Alamo Heights: there's no doubting the dominance. They are beating their opponents by an average score of sixty to seventeen. But have they been battled? That's battle the question. Tested, like, exactly. Right? That's why I kept going back and forth and back and that's, forth. That's the thing with Alamo Heights. So the problem with Alamo Heights, no, not the problem. The problem is they're in a ten-team district, mm-hmm. and so they have, have one non-district schedule, one non-district game, which is Seguin. Mm-hmm. And honestly, they didn't play great in that game. Mm-hmm. No, they did not. Now. They are a lot better than their district, mm-hmm. and I think they're getting better, and I think that offense is legit. But I think the battle-tested question is a real is a real. One. I think they're boomer bust. I could see them winning the region and winning it going away, or I could see them losing maybe not in round one to Lockhart, but like who would they get in round two? Gregory Portland mm-hmm. probably. And that's, that was that's my like easy. preseason that's darling, a, and not yes. just because they're also Greg. Like this is. Alamo Heights is a is a, a real high variance team. I'm gonna ride the hot hand now. Yeah. Ish is going with San Antonio Piper. I don't hate that. You want to talk about battle tested? Yeah. That District 13 was a good district. Yeah. They get a week 11 win over Liberty Hill to win the district. And their last their last loss was to a really good Wimberley squad. Now it yep. was a glaringly bad loss. It was like 44 to six or something like that. Yeah. So that that made me a little bit nervous. Um, but I'm rolling with Coach Ritterman. Okay. All right. Uh, and then in our state championship picks, as you can see, five different title picks. We'll go around the horn. Mallory Hartley, speak on behalf of Lovejoy. I just, I'm kind of with Powers with this one because I know Powers picked Lovejoy at the beginning of the year uh, to make it to AT&T Stadium in December. And I think it's clear that he picked them because they've got the dudes. They've got the playmakers all over the field there. And again, I just think it's that Melissa win last week that showed me that like this team can go the distance. They have the depth and they're, I just think they're really, really stinking good. I think they could make it. Uh, Ishmael Johnson's taking Fort Ben Marshall. 
I think he's just, I think he's a big believer in like team of destiny type mm-hmm. stuff, which mm-hmm. I can see. I can see if they get hot. Like we said, like the the variance in them is very high. Ashley Pickle on behalf of Montgomery Lake Creek. I struggled so hard with this one, and now I just felt like I was all all over the map, and so that's why I decided I was like, you know what? If if I'm gonna do more of a hipstery type of pick, mm-hmm. I think that this is it. Mainly because everything coming out of region two is all going to beat up on each other the whole mm-hmm. time. Like that's, that's a good just, point. And not saying that Montgomery Lake Creek's not going to, but if they can get past Port Natchez Groves, then I think that they've got, they've got the best shot mm-hmm. to do it. I think that they would absolutely crush anybody that's in uh, region four. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think region three do, will be a favor of region four. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, heck you get there. And some of those other teams out of region two are just, gasping for air at that point why not yeah. I, I really want to believe in Montgomery Lake Creek that they can do it because I loved them last year yeah. when they were really really young and kind of that startup program the fact that they've continued on the success come on Lions Matt Stepp is taking South Oak Cliff um, for the three-peat that's the like yes not a bad pick. Agreed. I mean, how can like, you pick yeah. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> like who can like who is yeah. like picking against South Oak Cliff is dumb. Like don't do that. We're a room full of dumb people. We're a room full of dumb people. Um South Oak Cliff looks the part. Like and they they're the two time defending champs, and to be the man you gotta beat the man. Woo. Mm-hmm. I'm taking Melissa. Uh I think that Melissa is best suited to survive the region two gauntlet. I think mm-hmm. that they are the most balanced team as far as throwing the ball, running the ball, and playing defense. Um, and I think that they would be favored over. They've already beaten Argyle by thirty. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think that they would be. I think a Melissa Portnish's Grove title game would be hellacious. But um, I don't know. I'm rolling with Melissa. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let one one result scare me. I went me. with my hipster pick on this one because I could not decide. That's fine. Go That's Lions. Fair. Yeah. This is like I we said. wide open. First time in history <laughs> that we've ever had five different state championship picks. Now for something completely different. Five A Division One. Shocking. You guys are never going to believe this. <laughs> it's a lot of the same logo. Yeah. A lot of the same logo. Five yeah. um, A Division One. See if I can pull my, pull it up on here. Uh, we'll start with Region One. All of us are picking Alito. Anyone have any notes? I don't no even notes. feel bad for all of us picking all the same ones. No, we keep Alito's- saying don't let it like. Here's the thing about Alito. Here's the thing about Alito. There's one game, like they're coming out of the toughest district in that region, mm-hmm. right? District three. They've already beaten Denton Ryan. Mm-hmm. They've already beaten Burleson Centennial. Mm-hmm. Right? They've already beaten Justin Northwest. And none of them were close. Uh, the Ryan game was kind of close. That was oh, a yeah. three point. That was yeah. su- that was surprising because we had that little, on Texan little, Live. Little yeah. But they played. They've gone through them and they've they've won those games. Like, there is one game I want you to circle. Mm-hmm. Put it in your Palm Pilot. I believe it's a regional semifinal game it would be where they would play Red Oak. Okay? Red Oak's injury. Here's so the thing, the though. I saw Carter and I saw Red Oak last week, and they put in their backup quarterback because their quarterback, I think, hurt his ankle or something, and it did not look it good. It fell apart. That's the question. The and question is quarterback injury. They fell apart. They if could if not move if their quarterback, If their quarterback's hurt, I don't, I don't love it. Mm-hmm. But look, I mean, look, it's also Alito. They're the 10-time state champion. 11-time? 10-time? 11? Yeah, 11. 11-time state champion. Like, you pick against them, especially in their own region, at your own peril. Okay? Region 2, this makes me nervous. All four, all five of us pick Longview to win the region. Yeah, that's- and again, unanimity, not certainty. Um, because I think Region Two is loaded. It is. It's even with some surprising teams. Okay, like Richland, Longview, right? Forney, Frisco, Reedy, Frisco, Lone Star, Mansfield, Timberview, Richland. The I port. think 
Laporte, I think the most dangerous four seed in the playoffs is Lancaster. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they, like, you guys messed around and let them in the playoffs. Now, they might lose round one, but, like, that is a dangerous four seed. Region two is loaded. I just think that Longview's got the pedigree, they've got mm-hmm. the experience, and they've got that dude. I think they're Tatum. on the better side of the bracket, too. They're on the better side of the bracket, and also, I think those safeties are a big deal. Yes. Having those two safeties back there, and Buda Garrett and Willie Nelson, I think are really important. And I just think that they would match up well against anybody that they would run into until yeah. they get to a regional final, because, like, I just, like, I don't trust, even, say, say Lancaster keeps going, I don't mm-hmm. think that their defense is good enough to stop Taylor Tatum in them. I don't know if anybody on that side of the bracket necessarily, maybe Laporte has a good enough defense to stop them. Yeah. Um, now to region three where let's get weird this was tough region three was tough yes very tough um, Mallory and Step are taking Smithson Valley mm-hmm. I toyed with Smithson Valley a lot that was my runner up uh, for my pick because I think that that Larry Hill's ball club is maybe the most Larry Hill ball club of all time that defense is legit um, and their offense is coming alive I totally agree with you. Smithson Valley, certainly on that short list of contenders. Well, and I also think that they've got like the bottom half, better bottom half of the bracket. You know, yeah. I think that it's a, a little bit easier than what maybe Fulcher has to go through. Then we're going to have uh, Pickle and Ish. You and Ish agree. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that out loud again. No. Please don't. Weren't y'all on the Fulcher train on last Fulcher. year? I was. You and you and Schmale? He's, he's hopped on now, but yeah. I was. I love this Fulcher team. I I really do. I love their explosive offense, and here was the thing. Last year, we didn't know if their defense was going to be able to take the step up mm-hmm. that they needed to be a complete team. I think that we have seen very good defensive production from them, and I'm going to disagree with you here. Of I think that Fulcher has the better side of the bracket because College Station, Bernie, not Bernie Champion, but College Station and Smithson Valley are both on that bottom side. I think that... I, I think Fulcher can beat A&M Consolidated yeah. if they were to get, or Wagner. That's kind of up in the air. I think maybe the biggest test would be New Braunfels Canyon. Yeah. Possibly out yeah. of that top side. Galveston Ball was great last year. I don't think Galveston Ball is interesting. Yeah, I don't think that they're they're not near as good as they were last year. Right. Um, but I think Fulcher has the better side of the bracket, and then they would get to a Smithson Valley College Station, which would be an absolute rock fight mm-hmm. of a regional semifinal game. So I'm taking College Station because I have the courage to pick a team that's been in the title game the last two years. Yeah. Are we just forgetting about College Station? Yeah. They're 9 and 1. They lose their opener to Lovejoy which is a game that has aged pretty well, mm-hmm. right? They lose their opener to Lovejoy, and then we all like to say, oh, well, never mind. College Station's broken. Okay. Bye, yeah. bye forever. Um, no. I love me some Aiden Martinez-Brown. I'll give you that. College Station is really good, and they're coming off a really impressive win over a Consolidated. I think this team is legit. Now, the opener against Champion That's what I- gives me a small amount of pause. Because I think they're going to overlook Champion. I don't think... Champion's not the best team, obviously, in Bernie, but mm-hmm. I, that makes That's me nervous. That's an easy look-ahead game mm-hmm. to, yes, like, the next round. so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So much, because then you're looking at probably Magnolia, and then right after that would be Smithson Valley. Mm-hmm. I think that College Station bullies people up front, mm-hmm. and Smithson Valley can absolutely yeah. play with that. And that's why I was totally like, agree. I'm going full sheer because one of those two teams has to lose. I agree. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's fine. I think there are, I think those are the three teams that I would put on a short list mm-hmm. of, uh, of contenders in region three. Um, yeah. Galveston ball is interesting, but I don't know if they're tested. That's the problem. Yeah. I, I, I worry we're running into a similar situation last year. Mm-hmm. 
And there's region four. Folks, 956, we're unanimous on PSJ North. And again, unanimity does not mean certainty. Because mm-hmm. I came this close to picking Miller. Yep. I, but, but here's the difference. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you the difference. Well, it's twofold. One, they've already beaten them last year in Corpus, and this year the game's in FAR. Mm-hmm. Remember, PSGA North, they get the return match with all the Corpus teams. Mm-hmm. Okay? Two, they got such a huge favor. They need to be sending a Christmas card. They need to be sending a an edible arrangement to Victoria East. Yep. Because Victoria East beat Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial and took the second seed. Which means PSJA North will not play a Corpus team until, until the, the third series. round instead of the second round. It's supposed to Edinburgh Vela, who's mm-hmm. going to take on Corpus Christi Miller in the second, second round. Second round, mm-hmm. yeah. More than likely. So, to me, that's a huge difference. Yep. And... I don't know. PSJ North looks like the best team in Region 4. Now, we thought maybe they were last year, Mm -hmm. but that game was... I think being in the Valley for these games is a real... Is a real difference maker. That's why I chose him. Yeah. The, the point blank, I said, when when I saw the Victoria East thing, I was like, okay, that at least gives them another round because last year we were getting to area and we knew that it was going to be Edinburgh Vela and mm-hmm. Vets and then Miller and uh, mm-hmm. PSJ North. And it was like, okay, someone hopefully will get past this, but we'll see. And it did end up happening. But the fact that it's a week out extended, mm-hmm. plus you get an extra yes. week to pack far. Yeah. I think the fact that it's in the Valley is was yeah. the deciding factor. Like, for that's me. the thing, is that they're going to play, they open their playoffs with, let me look at the play, they play Donna mm-hmm. in the Valley. Then they're going to play either Victoria East or Medina Valley. They'll probably, I don't know if they'll flip for it, but they will be favored in either one of those mm-hmm. games. Maybe they'll play in Corpus if they play Victoria. Um, but they'll be favored in either one of those games. Their next two games, presumably against Corpus Christi Vets, or, and then about against either Miller or Vela, mm-hmm. they're not leaving the Valley. Right, and when's the last time that really, I mean, even from the Corpus team perspective, they don't ever have to travel much further than like San Antonio, mm-hmm. which is not that far of a trip. Right. You know, it's it's about three hours down to the Valley rather than the two hours up to San Antonio. Mm-hmm. So we like PSJ North. And then all of us like... PSJA North to win the state champ. That's not true. Yeah. Um, yes. It's an Alito sweep. Uh, all of us like Alito. I don't know. I just like, I'm not picking against Hoss Haney and mm-hmm. Hawk Patrick Daniels and Davon Keys and like a defending state champ that has looked just dominant. Mm-hmm. Like they showed one bit of weakness against Ryan and that's it. And I honestly think they might have overlooked Ryan a little bit. Yeah. Just because I think of the so fact too. that Ryan had been down. They yeah, had pretty I think maybe that's like they came yeah. in with a little, little, you know, extra vinegar or something yeah. like that. So anyway, there's 5A Division One. One last classification, folks, as we roll into minute number, you know, 89 of this podcast, <laughs> to 6A, and we will start with 6A Division 2. Let's talk about it. Uh, mm-hmm. There's our predictions. You can find all the predictions and everything you need for playoff brackets, pairings, at texasfootball.com slash playoffs. We'll start with Region 1 in 6A Division 2. And really what's interesting is... Three of us are on Byron Nelson. Two of us, including our intrepid producer, Mallory Hartley, mm-hmm. you roll with the South Lake Carroll Dragons. Yeah, and it's just one of those things where I think that it's clear that Byron Nelson and South Lake Carroll are the 
two best teams in mm. Region 1, and mm-hmm. then they're inevitably going to meet up again. And I think that I give South Lake Carroll the hand there. Okay. I also think that South Lake Carroll, they fall at the top of region of the top of the Region One bracket, mm-hmm. and I think that's a bit of an easier path than Byron Nelson has to go through. So Byron Nelson, um, to me, if this if if the Carroll Nelson game were closer, I would entertain that. Mm-hmm. But I think that the fact that Nelson really dominated. Um, that's Carol, fair. the first time they played, that to me is what what gives me gives me pause and why I think Byron Nelson can beat them again if they were to meet. Well, I'm also I also did that. I also picked them too because of experience um, in the playoffs. South Lake Carroll. Do I hear any love from McKinney? Hmm, they've. I mean, when they play well, they're so good. They're so mm-hmm. good, but then they would also likely, all due respect to your Colts, have a matchup against Highland Park, which just has something mm-hmm. written all over it that it's yep. like. And I mean, Flower Mound Marcus, they have not been great this year, but it just make McKinney just makes me nervous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're just sleeper. so hot or cold. They're either going to absolutely destroy any of those teams I could, or they're going to fart they, around. They strike me as the kind of team that could get hot at the right time, like right now and, and win the go. Region. Yeah. Um, game of the week. <laughs> Didn't Geyer and Coppell. Folks. God. Um, that's insane. Also, if Coppell was to win and Byron Nelson and Coppell played, that's a matchup I would love Byron to Nelson see. Byron Nelson would be a great matchup. Matchup mm-hmm. of unbeatens there in the regional semifinals. Um, Geyer Coppell is interesting. Uh, yeah, but I think it's. I think it's. I think you're right. I think the power nexus is in District Four because mm-hmm. I think the top because the top two teams from that district both went there. Yes, and so I think Carroll and, and Nelson are the two best teams in Region mm-hmm. One. Yeah, Region Two, not a whole lot to see here. DeSoto. Now we all picked DeSoto. Mm-hmm. So is a number one team. DeSoto's are our, our pick to win Region 1, as you'll see in a moment. They're also our pick to win the state championship. DeSoto looks awesome. No notes. Also, Region 2 is a lot better. It's a lot better this year. They could play in consecutive weeks Willis mm-hmm. or Tomball Memorial. Mm-hmm. And then they could play a team like Pflugerville Weiss in a regional final. Like... This is a dangerous region, and DeSoto's going to have to be on their game each week. I think they're going to be. I think that they. I think that they are the best team in six A Division two. Yeah, but that like that Thanksgiving game against Willis would be crazy. DeSoto and Willis would be, would be a banger. Awesome, um, because Weiss. I think they if they got to the regional final and they paired up against Weiss, I think they pair up very well with Weiss mm-hmm. because Weiss has a stable of running backs. But I think the DeSoto corners are really good, mm-hmm. and so. I'll be interested to see that, but the the Willis game would be that's fireworks factory. Region three were unanimous in Summer Creek. So what's interesting is that Katie, if you didn't hear, Katie went to the Division One bracket, so they will not be back to defend their regional crown. That opens up the region, and Summer Creek looks like, in my opinion, the clear favorite here. Yeah, um, that defense is nasty. It's nasty. Mm-hmm. That running game's nasty. With that said. I also like Fort Penn Hightower. I think C.E. King has something to say. Think, that would be a rematch of a district matchup. I think C.E. King would like another piece of him. I think Katie Jordan is I think Katie good, Jordan too. Has that first-round so matchup, good. Jordan and Hightower is a That's really a good one. first-round yes. matchup. Yeah. Um, region, region 3, because Katie left, it makes it so interesting. I think we all like Summer Creek. They look like the most complete, mm-hmm. complete team. And that defense is going to travel. But Region 3 is really interesting. And then Region 4. I made this point earlier. The biggest win, the best draw 
of any team in Texas high school football coming out of week 11 is the Cibolo Steel Knights, mm-hmm. okay? Who were looked like they were pegged for Division One and looked like Vandegrift was pegged for Division Two. San Antonio East Central yep. won and bumped them <laughs> and down. And then they flipped. And then they yes. flipped. And so now because Steel... Clements lost. Because <laughs> Wild stuff. And now Steel is the pick of Ashley Pickle, Ishmael Johnson, and Matt Stepp for Region 4. Mm-hmm. This team is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. They're insane. Jalen Cooper, Chad Warner, all these playmakers they got, they are outrageous. Defensively, they're good, too. Mallory Hartley and I are t- taking dripping springs, and here's Drip. why. Here's why. Because it's Austin and San Antonio. Yeah, yeah. I know. And, and I just, it's always... until it happens, yep. it's like what we were talking about with Region 3 and Region 4, with Timpson uh, of 2A Division 1, yep. with Timpson and Refurio. Do I think Timpson is better than Refurio? Mm, yeah, I might it's think so. It's a coin flip type game. But in a coin flip type game, which I think Steel this and Drip would be. into the playoffs, Austin has the Austin has there. San Antonio's number. Mm-hmm. I want to believe. Yeah. I want to believe. But Dripping Springs, by the way, is certainly good. They have a win over Lake Travis. See, mm-hmm. I went it's with. Zillow Steel lost to Lake yeah. Travis. I went with my logical thing in 2A Division One, so I had to go with my heart <laughs> in this one. And that's why I think. I just you want it to happen, and it, that's that's nothing to do with Dripping Springs. They just happen to be the one that it would be done to. Mm-hmm. You just want to see a San Antonio team push through. And I remember last year watching Steel in Week One of the season, mm-hmm. and then now this year it was like, okay, this is a young team. They're going to get much better, and they're huge. Mm-hmm. They are massive, and I think that that could really affect the play against Dripping Springs. I'm I'm putting my eggs okay. in the Civil O Steel basket. I think Steel. I think Steel is. Oh. Aside from DeSoto, there's an argument to be made they're the most talented team in this bracket. Yes, I think so. And and if if it's gonna be a if it's gonna be a San Antonio team, it's either gonna be them or it's gonna be Smithson Valley and the one we talked about beforehand. And I think Civil of Steel has a better matchup to beat an Austin team than a DeSoto Civil of Steel uh, matchup would be a rematch of the 2016 title game. Mm-hmm. We all picked DeSoto to win the state championship. Um, again, yeah. I think I think their biggest challenge is going to be getting out of their own region, mm-hmm. getting out of region two. They get out of Region 2, I think they'll be favored the rest of the way. I agree. They'll be favored in the semifinal of Region 1. I think they'll be favored in the state championship game against Region 3 or Region I 4. I think the speed that they have mm-hmm. would kill any of those teams in Region and 3 I just think, yeah. I just think, I just think that Bailey's such a DJ good Bailey too. and Booby Feaster and yep. Dylan Singleton and just the playmakers. And if they get Tiger Ryden back, watch They're out. lethal. <laughs> anyway. That's it. We'll end the show there. The granddaddy of what them if we, all. What if we stopped? <laughs> and join us tomorrow on <laughs> for 6A Division 1. <laughs> Let's finish it all off with the granddaddy of them all, 6A Division 1, the largest classification in the state of Texas. And here are our picks for 6A Division 1. It's actually less interesting than like you might think. Mm-hmm. I think part of it is because there's some clear favorites. Region 1, there's four brave souls who like North Crowley. Ray Gates. Um, and that is Mallory Harley, Ishmael Johnson, Ashley Pickle, and Matt Sepp. You guys are on the uh, the Panthers bandwagon with North Crowley. Yeah. I I really like this team. This is another one where I thought that they were a year early last uh-huh. year. I mean, Ray Gates has been here for two years. He's gone two undefeated regular seasons. I I went back and forth between Prosper yeah, I did too. and North Crowley, and I could not make up my mind. I finally decided to go with North Crowley, but I think that is as much of a coin flip game as any of these ones that we would talk about. And what really stinks is that that would be a regional semifinal matchup. 
I think North Crowley just has so many playmakers at so many different positions, too. They have the upper hand in almost anything. And then they beat a really good Lovejoy team, too. Their secondary is nasty. Uh Their secondary is very impressive. I watched that full game against Crowley last week, and, I mean, they they have five picks. Mm -hmm. Their secondary can get theirs. And that's not a Crowley team that sucks. Like, that's a Crowley team that's done pretty well this year. They're a little banged up, but, yeah, you're right. Prosper, my pick in Region 1 has been in the regional final in each of the last four seasons. Mm-hmm. They beat North Crowley by 14 last week, last year. I just, I'm just going with history. I'm just like, I'm, I'm just not overthinking it. I'm just going with history. I like Prosper to, to make it back to a state semifinal. Region two. Um, Duncanville. Are we familiar? The reigning state champs uh, get the unanimous nod in 6A Division One Region Two, um, and and I love to say something snarky and say, oh no, actually this is the team that's going to stop them. Um, the the people that would come the closest is the Woodlands. The Woodlands is a team that's interesting, but I think they're going to yes body them. Now Spring Westfield's interesting. It's a team that gave them a run last year. Can they do it again? They match up well stylistically. Yes. That's that's where the downfall of the Woodlands would be. Yes. So, or Duncanville knows how to defend a team that has a really good quarterback. Duncanville just like they run through you, and mm-hmm. so I think Duncanville is going to is going to use that win or that loss to Desoto to to fuel them forward. Klein Canyon Bridgeland is a really good. I was just about to say that. Klein I like awesome. that. That's a good by district. Klein, yeah. Klein Canyon Bridgeland is a lot of fun. Then there's Region 3. Now, Region 3 gets more interesting because Katie's there. Katie's there. Because yeah. Katie moves in. And so as a result, you've got Cypher, you've got Katie, you've got North Shore, you've got Deer Park, who's a 9-1 team that's playing North Shore in the first round. Do not do not, do not not sleep on that. you got Fort Bend Ridgepoint, you've got Atascacita, you've got Pearland, you've got Dickinson, that's which is a, a banging first round <laughs> matchup. Mm-hmm. Shadow Creek. Mm-hmm. Katie Dobkins. But it's North Shore. Yes. Unanimously. Mm-hmm. All of us think North Shore is the favorite to make it back to at least to, to a state semifinal. Because um, their toughest test is going to be Katie in, 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 in the regional semis. In the regional semifinals. They could go Katie in the regional semifinals and then... Probably Atascacita. Probably a rematch with Atascacita, but they beat Atascacita by 28-6. And Atascacita beat Katie this year. Yeah. So I think North Shore with DJ, DJ Bailey... I'm sorry, DJ... Uh, not DJ Bailey. Kayla Bailey. Kayla Bailey. And just the playmakers they've got... Um, I think they're the favorite there. And then there's Region 4, and all y'all are taking the team that uh, that yeah, made Yeah, I'm kind of shocked with... Oh, t- oh, no. Made it to a state semifinal yeah. last... Or made it to a state title game last year mm-hmm. in Division 2 in Vandegrift. Vandegrift moves to the Division 1 bracket this year. First round match with Lake Travis. First round match with Lake Travis. I put all my bags into one basket because I was yeah. like, yeah, man, I, I think whoever it, wins this by district... <laughs> let me yeah. repeat that. Whoever wins this by district game will be the winner of this region. Yes. Am I taking crazy pills? Westlake exists, guys. Westlake exists. Westlake has made the has made the the semifinals. They've won their they've won their region. Let me make sure I get this right. Westlake has won their region in 2012, 2022, in 2021, in 2020, in 2019, in 2018, okay, here's the thing. in 2017. But you can't just go off of history. <laughs> My, I mean, yes, Westlake you can. Westlake has played Oh my! They're, they've been boring guess, this year. <laughs> two good teams. I think. Here's my thing. I think Vandergriff is a better team than Lake Travis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hard stop. Okay. 
That's I, I don't. Only, I don't necessarily the disagree. The only data points that we have on Westlake is Lake Travis and Dripping Springs. That's that's it. Those are the only two, and it's like they won, but it wasn't by much a yeah. one to a two score game. I think Vandergriff is better than Lake Travis, and I think that they are better than Westlake. Okay, I think that's fair. I think, pen I, think, and paper, I, think I think they're better. I than like Westlake. Vandergriff a lot. Okay, I think they get better. I think I think their offense is better. I think their offense is better. I do not know that I can pick against a Westlake defense in Region 4. I just don't, and I hate to say that because, I mean, Tony Salazar is my boy, and he is a defensive mastermind. I just don't think their defense has looked as good as it has in years past. Because I felt like that's what they were riding on fully the past last year was definitely their defense. I'm rolling with history. I'm rolling with history. Um, I like Westlake. I think we're all, are we all, let me ask you a question because we didn't have to disclose this. Are we all picking in North Shore, Duncanville, part five? Yes. All of us, I am too? Yes. Okay. Uh, all of us here are taking North Shore. Ish is taking Duncanville. Um, I don't know how good I feel about that. I worry that for Duncanville, I worry that DeSoto exposed something and the North Shore offense has looked stupid. Stupid. Well, and North Shore's resume, too, is just uh-huh. absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. And they've handled yeah. it spectacularly. Yeah. But but I think with those two, it really is like when they line it up, like I'm not saying you throw out the record books, but like they are so evenly matched. They're so mm-hmm. what they're so similarly put together mm-hmm. as a program of what they want to do. Um, yeah, I, I think it's it'll be another super close game. I like North Shore <clears throat> because I think... <clears throat> Excuse me. I think there's an argument to be made that North Shore wins that game if they have their quarterback last year. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, North Shore has done nothing this season to make me even like stop and yeah. hesitate. Yeah. That, oh my God, mm-hmm. the, the machines online, they have done nothing to make me stop and hesitate. Duncanville on the other side has made me stop yeah. and hesitate. Mm-hmm. And I think that when it comes down to like literally one game in the season between two teams of that elite mm-hmm. like echelon, mm-hmm. The one one hesitation of doubt is going to make me side the other way. Yeah, right. There you have it. Our predictions for the 2023 <laughs> Texas high school football playoffs in a crisp 102 minutes. Um, you know, that's what you sign up for. Uh, I'm not even going to bother you for final thoughts. Do you have any final thoughts? We've talked a lot. Uh, no, I really don't. <laughs> that, was a we good, have a, that was a good wind-up for not a we, lot of uh, <laughs> We have a ton of Texan Live games this We have a ton week, of so Texan Live please games. Please subscribe to We've got a ton of stuff on TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com slash playoffs is your home for the Texas High School Playoffs. Brackets, pairings. Volleyball predi- regional semifinals happening yeah. tonight. Predictions, um, sleepers, um, recruits to watch in every bracket. Go to TexasFootball.com slash playoffs. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. For Mallory Hartley and Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for a much shorter episode of Texas Football Today. Mm-hmm.